0: My father seemed to know everything when I was little. As a teenager, it was amazing how much he'd forgotten. But then as an adult, I realised that he wasn't bulletproof or out of touch. He was real. He had fears, failings and strengths, just like me. This is Messages of Hope, and I'm Richard Fox.
1: The experience of being a father and having a father has a major influence on us. Today, Rob Schubert reflects on his experience of fatherhood and on God, who reveals himself to us as a loving dad.
0: I became a father on the 27th of April, 1987. I've been one ever since. I'm still trying to work out what that means. My journey as a father began holding a little baby in my arms. I know that biologically I was a father before that moment but that was the moment it became real. I realised that I have responsibility for this little life that Angie and I brought into the world. There have been different experiences of fatherhood along the way. Certainly the feelings associated with holding my child for the first time were somewhat different to the feelings I had in the middle of a two-year-old tantrum or a teenage rage. Sometimes being a father has meant that I need to give clear direction. Other times I need to listen carefully. Sometimes I stand in wonder at my children and who they have become. And sometimes I wonder what sort of father I have been. There are times when I'm acutely aware of my failings, of the things I could have done differently. I was speaking to a friend who was doing a parenting course. She said that one insight from the course was that if you get it right, 30% of the time as a parent... You're doing really well. I found that a comforting thought. My father seemed to know everything when I was little. He could do anything, fix anything and make anything. Then when I was a teenager, it was amazing how much he'd forgotten. I was pretty tough on my dad when I was a teenager. I suspect I wasn't the only one. But thankfully, I grew up and was able to see my father as an adult. Not the bulletproof version he was in my childish imaginings or the out-of-touch-know-nothing that he was in my teenage years but a real person who had doubts and fears and failings just like me. All in all, I'm glad he was my dad. And as I say that, I know that there are others who have had a pretty rotten experience of fathers. Fathers who abuse their children in one form or another. Fathers who are absent, either physically or emotionally, from their home and their children. Fathers who, for one reason or another, simply can't act like a father for their children. In the Bible, Jesus taught his disciples to pray, Our Father in heaven. It's the first part of what Christians know as the Lord's Prayer. God identifies with us as a Father. He wants us to pray to Him as our Father. I think that's a hugely significant thing. God doesn't ask us to pray to Him as the Mighty One high above the clouds, whom we could never reach or possibly understand. He wants us to call Him our Father. It's a relationship term.
1: Coming up, Rob will talk more about the kind of father God is and the special gift he offers us as his children. You're listening to Messages of Hope. Feel free to go to our Facebook page, Messages of Hope, and make a comment about today's program. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. Today, Rob Schubert is talking about fatherhood, and that God
0: reveals himself as a father to us. There's a word in the Bible for God that comes up a few times. It's Abba. Not the Swedish pop group in the 70s and 80s. It's a word from the Hebrew language. It means father. But it's a very familiar and playful word. It was the word used by young children for their father. In English, we'd probably best translate it as daddy. In the Bible, Paul writes about this relationship that we have with Abba. He writes in Romans chapter 8. By the Spirit's power, we call God Abba. Abba means Father. The Spirit himself joins with our spirits. Together, they give witness that we are God's children. So, if God is our Dad, then we are His children. Now, the thing about children in a family, the thing about being a child of a father is that we are also heirs. Children are in the will. My children are in my will. It's kind of standard practice, unless you've had a serious falling out with your kids. If we're God's children, does that mean that we have an inheritance? Paul answers that question in another book of the Bible. He writes in Titus chapter 3. He saved us not because of righteous things we had done, But because of his mercy, he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Saviour, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. So the inheritance we have from God, our Father, is the gift of eternal life. An inheritance is not earned. But a gift. In the same way, our Heavenly Father gives us the gift of eternal life, not because we've earned it or been good enough for it, but because of God's mercy shown to us in Jesus. What a Father! Another thing about being a father is that fathers generally know how to give good things to their children. Sometimes we mess that up, but by and large, fathers won't give things to their children that they know will hurt them. Jesus talks about this in a story from the Bible. He says, You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? That's in Matthew chapter 7. We know good things to give to our kids. You don't have to be a parent to know that either. So if we flawed human beings know how to give good things to our kids, we can trust God to give good things to us, his children. The reality is that sometimes kids ask for stuff that is not good for them. If you gave a five-year-old the choice of meat and veggies for tea or a bowl of lollies, which do you think they'd opt for? And if they pushed back the plate of meat and veg and demanded a bowl of lollies, would you give it to them? Good dads aren't indulgent. They might say, no, that's not good for you. They may say, wait, you can do that when you're older. Or they may say, you know what, you want this, but this, this other thing, is a whole lot better for you. God isn't an indulgent Heavenly Father either. If we know that there are times when we have to say no or wait or hear something better to our children, it shouldn't surprise us that God doesn't indulge us with our every whim or fancy. Some people think that God doesn't really answer all our prayers. I reckon he does but not as we might expect from our limited and distorted view of the world. God, who sees clearly, gives us what we really need. And His concern is mostly about our relationship with Him and receiving that wonderful inheritance that He has in store for us. That's His deepest desire for us. I'm glad to be a dad. My kids give me a lot of joy. I have a sneaking suspicion that our Heavenly Father is glad to be our dad too and that we give him a lot of joy. So for those of you who are dads, happy Father's Day. And happy Father's Day to our Heavenly Dad.
1: You're listening to Messages of Hope. For more about building good relationships as a father, go to messagesofhope.org.au, where you can order a free booklet called Parenting, Finding the Fun God has given you the gift of being a dad and he can give you the wisdom and joy you need to be a great dad. For your free booklet, Parenting, Finding the Fun go to messagesofhope.org.au, or call one 353 350 That's one 353 I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church where love comes to life. I hope you can join us again next week when I'll be talking about those days where nothing seems to turn out right.